of one of the top 10 most influential men on the planet. Hey, it's Jason Capital. Jason Capital, he is the preeminent expert. Jason Capital has been recognized as a top 100 entrepreneur by the White House. There's very few people in the world like Jason Capital. He gets right to the core. Surrounds you with an energy unlike anything you've ever experienced. There's a ton of value, but it's presented in a really consumable way. In my definition, the way I describe freedom is getting what you want, when you want, with who you want. This is pretty much just an awakening to the world. Jason Capital. What, in your opinion, is the number one social media in the world right now? Well, it's tough because Instagram is the most emotional. It's the one that we care about the most, but the algorithm is the dumbest thing in the history of technology. Tell me, how does the algorithm, how does it work? Why is it dumb? So. Hey, what's going on guys? Jason Capital here, and I'm hanging out with the legendary Dan Fleischman. Dan just got off stage at the High Status Summit. How was the uh, crowd? I can still feel the blood flowing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Because your crowd's so fun. They're all like, you know? Yeah, they're lions, right? Yeah. yeah. Is most energetic crowd. You oh, yeah, to? for sure. Good. That makes me feel good. Uh, and you, you, as always, you murdered. I only was able to catch the first half because I'm doing things. But sure. I, just so you know, I do go back and watch every presentation. And really? probably one of the first, yeah, sincerely. Um, so what, what was, like, the main theme of what you talked about? It's mostly about making social media easy for people. It sounds overwhelming. It feels overwhelming because there's so many different platforms that they think I'm yelling at them like, oh, you gotta do YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and TikTok and this and they're like, that's just too many. I'm like, just make your content for Instagram and then repurpose your content for LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. It's the same content. Your business related videos, post them on LinkedIn. Your funnier videos and business videos, post them on TikTok. It's the same captions everywhere. And all of a sudden it takes you three extra minutes to post on five different platforms. However, if one client's worth five grand to you, or 10 grand to you, because you're a personal trainer, or a lawyer, or an insurance agent, or a real estate agent, isn't it worth it? Like, to do something you're gonna do anyways? Mm -hmm. Like, you're, you're a real estate agent anyway. You're a personal trainer anyway. Just pull out your phone. I'm not asking you to do rocket science, or hire a fancy videographer, like, a, just pull out your phone. Mm -hmm. And so I try to make it as basic as possible to empower them to actually do it. Start doing it. Yeah, and as well, you can just go on Fiverr like, so they can take your Instagram and they can post in those sure. three minutes if the three minutes is too much for you right. as well, right? Some people, yeah. it seems to be. Okay, cool, and I... In their heads it seems to be because they're fake busy. Yes, everyone is fake busy. Yes. You wanna talk about that? Absolutely. So tell me about that. So, people have two hour meetings are absurd. Your memes, by the way, about meetings are my favorite. <laughs> like. <laughs> The idea that six people should ever be in a meeting for two hours is insanity. It's insanity. There's nothing to talk about after an hour. Most of the time, after 30 minutes. If you don't have an agenda, like you're gonna have a multi-hour meeting that's useless. If you have an agenda, it's impossible for you to have a multi-hour meeting, because you just don't need it. Okay, here's our seven topics. Jenny's gonna talk about this, and Jason's gonna talk about that, and Tiffany's gonna talk about that. All right, everybody straight, let's go. Yep. People look at a two-hour meeting and they think they did something good. No, you wasted 12 hours, or at least six of them. Mm -hmm. When I say six to 12, it's because you had six of your staff for two hours that could have been one, or 30 minutes. That doesn't matter once in a while, but if you have a weekly meeting and you waste six hours a week, and now you waste 360 hours a, a year. year on just one part of your business, and all the time it takes them 
after and before because they have to now catch up on their phones because they were in a meeting. And then most of the time it's a meeting about a meeting. It's just so many times people go do stuff that doesn't like need them to do it. Like people go drive to pick up their, their dry cleaning. People go drive to pick up their groceries when they can use Instacart. Like, oh, Instacart's so expensive, it's an extra $12. Do you know how much gas is? Mm -hmm. How much are you worth an hour? Are you saying you're not worth $12 an hour? Because it takes you an hour to go there. Like, no, it's 10 minutes away. No, it's not 10 minutes away. It's 10 minutes for you to get to your car, 10 minutes for you to go there, 10 or 20 minutes inside, 10 or 20 minutes back, 10 minutes to unload. Like, mm -hmm. it's an hour. I promise you it's an hour. Yeah. Easy. And within that hour, you're not on your phone, and you're doing something that Instacart would have done at a loss. By the way, when they make 12 bucks, they don't make money. They're all losing money. All those businesses are so affordable because they don't actually, they're not profitable. So when we don't use Uber or we don't use Postmates or we don't use Instacart, it's insanity because they don't make money. Mm -hmm. They make it as affordable as possible so that we onboard as users. And people think of those as luxuries. I think of them as effective. Yes. Like, How do you do meetings? I have an agenda. I know who's going to talk about what. And then I end it and I have a hard stop. How long do they usually go? It depends. I would say 20 minutes to an hour. An hour is like rare. That's like a rare. lot of stuff on the agenda. Yeah. And if it's my, and also, I try not to have open ended like dinners and lunches and breakfasts unless it's like a friend. Like if I'm going with my friend, I don't have an agenda, right? And the dinner could last two, three hours, that's fine. I don't mean, that's not wasting time to me, that's different. If I'm going to a business meeting with somebody, I'm not doing a two or three hour thing because all it can do is make the relationship different. If I go to a real estate meeting or I go to an investor meeting and we talk for an hour, everything after the hour is room for error. There's room for us to like talk about family stuff that leads to something else and it diverts from what we were there for about you investing in my company or me buying your real estate or you manufacturing my product, whatever it was. That should happen in 30 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. Once you start to get after that, and now we go to drinks, and now we go this, and now we start talking about that. I don't, I don't do those. Yep, it starts to fill, you, you fill time just to fill it because mm -hmm. it's there. Yeah, so all right, so let's go back to social media then. Yep. So uh, what, in your opinion, is the number one social media in the, in the world right now? The, which platform? Well, it's tough because Instagram is the most emotional. It's the one that we care about the most but the algorithm is the dumbest thing in the history of technology. Like actually, physically, mentally, hurts my head dumb. What, well, tell me how does the algorithm, how does it work, why is it dumb? So, in the matter of time that I explained this over the next two minutes, it could change. That's why it's dumb. <laughs> because everything that they're doing is selfish to them as a platform, meaning we all willingly click the follow button on Jason Capital or Dan Fleischman or Tiffany, okay? The mere fact or idea that some technology wizards think that they want to not show me Tiffany's because I like your content more often is insanity. And the insanest part is that they show me it later whenever they think is better for me. Like, let's say I was in Anaheim right now driving by, but I don't see your post till tomorrow at 10 a.m. because they think that's when I want to see it. Well, now I need to stop by the High Status Summit Jason Capital Conference because it showed me the post a day later. 
they're removing the social out of social media. It's now just media. Because I don't see it in real time, because they think I want to interact in this way, based off of what I like and comment on. Like, you know what? I got to show him his nephew's post all the time, because he always likes his nephew's post. No, I have to like my nephew's post, because he's my nephew. Doesn't mean I don't want to see this girl's butt, or that guy's cool photos, or that guy's cool car, or this guy's event. Like, I'm just not going to be liking girls' butts, and I'm not going to be liking Kylie Jenner's posts and commenting on it, because she's not going to see my comments, so why would I comment? You know, like, right. they think I don't want to see Kylie Jenner, or I don't want to see my friend's jet, or they don't want to see this Lamborghini, or I don't want to see Jason Capital up on stage, because I'm not liking commenting on it every single time. That's insanity. I could be driving my car, and it's dangerous for me to do that. I could be in an office. I could be at the lawyers. I could be somewhere where I just can't engage. But they think, they think, <laughs> because they're so smart, that I shouldn't see your content anymore because I didn't like the last three posts or four posts or whatever. So as a content creator, what are you doing against this? I'm posting in Instagram stories to keep top of mind awareness. So hopefully they're engaging with me and then I can post about my main page content when it happens. But even then, most of the time I post my main page content on my stories because I get so many views on my stories in relativity to the engagement I get on my posts. And I'm posting on every single platform to make sure that you're going to see me somewhere. Right. And I'm hoping people follow me on multiple platforms, not for ego, but because you literally just aren't going to see me on some of those platforms. Yep. So. I'm really just trying to be omnipresent. I'm trying to be as many places as I can, and I'm trying to make my content very shareable. What do you think about TikTok? It's the most, it's the only platform that's new in half a decade that we talk about. It's the only one that has infinite money. That's why they're able to do it. It's the only one that's truly, truly smart and innovative that allows people with no following to get huge amount of views. On my wife's fourth post, she got 1.3 million views for touching a wall. That was it, it was like eight seconds or something. Was it a special wall? It was a wall on the side of a building. <laughs> and I filmed it on my phone in one take, and all she did was reach for the wall and reach for the wall. And that was it, 1.3 million views. She had like 1,100 followers at the time. I'm getting 50,000, 100,000 views on a business video Every couple times now, I have 2,000 followers. So that's why I love TikTok. It's amazing that they're allowing people to have these huge upswings without even having the big followings. They're just showing people that they think would like it, but then they're also showing like full new demographics. I'm seeing so much engagement from people that would never be, I don't think they're my avatar at all. And the hashtag contests are genius because they're telling you how to go viral. Mm -hmm. Okay, this week we have these 10 contests or these 20 contests. This one got 2 billion views, this one got 80 million views, this one got 400 million views. You can just make those contest videos and you're basically putting yourself in the lottery mm -hmm. to go viral. Like my wife touching a wall. It was just, that was the contest for the week. And so she had a hashtag about touching a wall, whatever the heck it was. That's it. I have like, Kent Clothier, like, splashed water in his wife's face. That video got like 700,000, I don't even know what it got now, 700,000 views? That was like his first video. He had no following. Like that is magical. Can't happen on Instagram, can't happen on Facebook, doesn't happen. 
do the views, do you know what they count as a view on TikTok versus what's a view on Instagram? I don't know. Do you think some of the views on TikTok, like these are all, like they, they actually consumed it or it's one second and they just went by it? Really I think quick. they consumed it because I see so much engagement. I see so many likes and comments. So yeah, I think they consume it. Okay. And because it's so short, they consume it. Mm -hmm. People are not posting five minute videos. You can't, it's 15 seconds to 60 seconds. Do you, what do you think monetization and ads come into play with TikTok? So they made it available three weeks ago. However, it's not in full swing yet. So I don't, right now I wouldn't go there expecting for something to convert, but I would go there expecting to build a big audience and that translates to other platforms. I have a bunch of DMs every single day of people saying I found you on TikTok or something about my TikTok. Hmm. And TikTok's not big. I get good views, but it's not a big account. And every single day, not a day goes by, I don't get people messaging me that they found me on TikTok. So it's kind of like using TikTok is almost like a billboard, awareness, a billboard mm -hmm. and yeah. a feeder to Instagram. Mm -hmm. Do you think Instagram is the platform that will last in the way that Facebook has kind of fallen off a little bit? If they keep making it worse, which they are, I don't know what's gonna happen. Because so many of the content creators are so mad and so embarrassed that they don't post that often. How often does Bilzerian post now? Once a week at most? Mm -hmm. How often do these people post? They're like waiting for their perfect content at the perfect time and they just don't post because they don't get the engagement. It's like, it's embarrassing. It's like standing in your underwear in the snow. Like you're just like, okay, I feel weird. And I'm like, you know, like you're just, you, when you used to get 20,000 likes and now you get 1,000 likes, you don't want to post. You're not excited to post. So they're hurting themselves so much thinking they're going to make more money because we're going to go buy reach. We're not going to buy reach. We're not a store. We're not a business. We're a human. So unless you have an info product, unless you have a business to monetize, literally nobody's going to buy more engagement. And so if you take some famous celebrity and they used to get a million likes and now they get 44,000, they're just not going to post as much. That's not bad for anybody as bad as it is for the actual platform. Because mm -hmm. the way they were built is by influencers, celebrities posting them all the time. That's it. Nothing else. So taking that away from us is insanity. And I mean, do you think this is what, because on Facebook, obviously there's good organic reach and they shut it down and then now you had to pay for organic reach on Facebook and it worked there. Do you think that's what they thought would just happen on Instagram? It only worked there because you monetize. I don't pay for anything. My reach sucks, but I'm not going to pay for it because I don't sell anything. Mm -hmm. If I was selling a course or a product or teaching people or selling pink sweaters or green shoes, sure, I would spend money. But 99.9999999% of humans on Facebook out of the 2 billion, think about how small the amount of humans out of 2 billion sell something on Facebook. Mm -hmm. What if it was 200,000? That's not even 1%. It's 0.0001%. There's 2 billion. There's not 200,000 people spending money on Facebook. So what they're doing to make more money is from this tiny segment is making everybody else on the planet mad at them. That's insanity. Because they're going to make money from us anyways. Mm -hmm. These 200,000 people would spend more money over the course of time because they were getting reach and they got richer because they were selling more of their info products or pink sweaters. But because you restrict them all, because that's what you think, that's your master plan. <laughs> like, no, you made everybody mad at you so that we don't post on Facebook as much anymore or we don't even log in as much anymore. You made it harder for the people that do monetize and make a business out of it, which hurts the population and hurts small businesses, it hurts the government, it hurts taxes, it hurts everything, that we're not making money 
because you're so selfishly thinking that's the smart play to make more money for yourselves. You're not making more money for yourselves. What do you like about Instagram? It's the most beautiful, functional artwork platform there is. It's like, it's, it's home. It's like it's the platform I look at in the morning. It's the platform I look at at nighttime. It's the platform I look at at dinner. It's the platform I want to look at while I'm talking to you. Like I, I think about Instagram. And I'm not, it's not me, it's everybody like that. Not, mm. When I say everybody, everybody that uses it often. I don't have that feeling like I, I, I got a tweet right now. I don't got to post on Facebook right now. I don't care. Like, I, don't, I don't have that urge to scroll through Facebook or Twitter or any other platform mm. besides Instagram. Because it's, it's a drug. Mm. We get hits of serotonin by looking at sexy images, fun images, business images cool aspirational things, crazy, whoa, what just happened, slam dunk, like I, it's emotional. And so because of that, I have an emotional addiction to it. When I say I, all of us do. Right, well you in particular, you're a very rational human being. Uh, is that something that, were you always very rational, be able to look at things in a very maybe mathematical or black and white way? Or is that something you've learned at the poker table? Where do you think that comes from? It comes from terrible dramatic losses, like, having roommates pass away, having friends pass away in public light, having businesses get shut down due to competitors in the industry, like having these, my online poker site, I was the third biggest brand in the world and I shut down because my competitors messed up. I didn't do a single thing wrong. Everybody loved me. I paid every, tens of thousands of people back in a day. Like I was the good boy in the space, but the scoreboard's a scoreboard. My company went away. Whatever you want to call it, it's closed down. So, it's uh, when you realize that at any moment you can lose your business, at any moment when your best friends could steal a bunch of money from you or your partner could do something crazy, or like any moment, it makes you very pragmatic. Where I know too many household names, celebrities and athletes that people idolize that owe me money. Too many. Like we see these people go get 10, 20, 30, $40 million contracts owe me 20, 30, 40 grand yep. because they're, it's all gone. Yep. And so I've just watched too many tragic losses of the people around me and the people that people idolize that makes me very, very pragmatic about everything. You think that serves you pretty well now? Oh, I always, I always wish I would mention more often on stage that I would prefer to talk about my losses, failures, and not just me, just the people I've watched and seen, I think you'll learn way more from that than all the pretty pictures people post. I would, dude, I would love to hear that presentation, sincerely. Uh, all right, last question then as we wrap up. What do you think, because we're talking about people who owe you money, famous people, big contracts and stuff. What do you think the biggest myth is out there that the average person has about influencers when they look at their life on Instagram versus what reality actually is? I think the main thing is they just think that they make millions and millions of dollars and it's super easy and they just travel around the world and fancy planes and first class. Like, it's a lot of work to create content. And even saying it, people are like, man, that sounds ridiculous. Like, what do you mean it's a lot of work to take a picture? It's a lot of work. And their lifestyles are quite expensive and in relativity, what they make is usually not what people think. Mm -hmm. The ones that hustle and work hard can make really good money, mind-blowing money, because their overhead is very low. It's just their lifestyle and what it takes for their content, which is not very, not very expensive ever. But the other side of it is most are inherently lazy because it's so easy.
because they can always take another picture on their phone or always do another video or they can do it later or that whenever like so the people that treat it like that they don't make much money and they I, we always joke at the office you know on the 28th of the month I get really good rates right before rent's due <laughs> I get really good rates <laughs> like somebody I normally pay a thousand two thousand two I'm like all right 600 bucks or hey you know what I'll pre-buy five posts for three grand when normally it's two grand each and they do it because they just need the money to lock up for it. But on the flip side, I have influencers that making crazy money. But that's because they're posting every single day. And in between there, boom, there's an ad. Content, content, boom, there's an ad. Content, 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 boom, there's an ad. Mm -hmm. People that just do ad, 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 the fans become numb to it. Yep. And you're the boy who cried wolf. You like this protein today and that protein tomorrow and this water today and that water brand tomorrow. You, we become numb to it and you just keep shouting about these other brands instead of like in the gym, in the gym, this is the protein I like. In the gym, in the gym, I love this water. In the gym, in the gym, remember that protein I like? Pfft, so good it has this flavor too, right? Then we, we're into it, we're like, man, she lives in the gym and she likes that protein. I wanna look like her. Oh wow, she uses that water? I like water, <laughs> right? And you start to buy into all that. Yep. But if you just said, hey, drink this water, hey, take this protein, that's the problem is most influencers are doing that and they're not making what they could be making. Is, is there like a, a reckoning coming? The only reckoning is if Instagram makes it even, continues to make it harder. It's already at like critical stages. There are influencers that are used to get millions of views getting tens of thousands. Just based on the type of content that they post, when they post, how they post, what their captions are. There's a lot of keywords that you write that automatically hurts your reach. Like I did a post a few days ago about LinkedIn. My Facebook, which normally gets, that's a personal Facebook, 300 views to 5,000 views. And then sometimes it'll go crazy. I posted a video about LinkedIn. I got 14 views. 14 humans total saw it, which is mathematically, physically, psychologically, emotionally, mentally impossible but they restricted it so much because I wrote the words LinkedIn and was talking about their platform. And in the video it has subtitles of LinkedIn and I said the word LinkedIn out loud. Same thing happens on Instagram. If I say sale, discount, discount code, 20% off, etc., doesn't matter if you're Will Smith. If you normally get 2 million views, you're gonna get like 300,000. If you normally get 10,000 views, you're gonna get 2,000 or 1,000. It's insanity how much they're fighting each other platform to platform mm -hmm. and so if it keeps getting worse which on right now it looks like it's going to it's gonna get really interesting for these influencers because what's their backup they didn't build an email list they didn't build a big Facebook they didn't build a Twitter or a LinkedIn or a snapchat or YouTube like they didn't build on the other platforms it's gonna be real hard if they're all in on Instagram and they only they have a million followers there and not, but you only got 10 or 20,000 on the other platforms you're gonna start over Cool. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for sharing all that wisdom and all that knowledge, and we will see you guys soon.